Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new thing. Uh, this is Paul, and I'm here with Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hi. And uh, we are Paul and Jeff of 10 Things with Jeff and Paul, and uh, we are doing a new show, uh, a shorter show, something that uh, is hopefully just as fun, if not more so, as 10 Things. And uh, we are calling our new show Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, in honor of our mutual professor, Mike Yoakum, who used to say fantastic that way and only that way whenever he used that word. Um, but this is Fantastic, the show where we take classic and beloved and sometimes obscure uh, films and film franchises and recast them with the best and brightest actors working today. And we have decided to kick off our first episode of Fantastic with Titanic. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, I love Titanic, uh, and I don't care who judges me for that. I still cry when I watch that movie. <laughs> and, uh, but you and I took different approaches to, uh, to recasting this film with modern actors. So I did it as a straight remake of the original, telling the story of the Titanic. Uh, from the perspective of a very old survivor who is being spoken to in the late 90s by a crew of submariners and documentarians and explorers. But you took a slightly different approach. So why don't you tell us about mm -hmm. the approach that you took? Yeah. <clears throat> so I took a different approach. Um, it started off with recognizing that it either has to be a remake of the 1990s timeline um, a remake with the 1990s timeline or an earlier timeline in it. And so as, and I hadn't decided on it when I started my cast list, but I got to a certain character that I really wanted to see, um, this person, um, play this character because I've enjoyed this person before. And again, uh, you know, I'll get into it when we get there. And that kind of that kind of influenced another character, which then made me realize that well, I'm gonna have to go with an earlier setting, and um, and so you know I I don't have a whole like storyline you know hashed out or anything like that, but I at least have a time mm -hmm. frame and you know the circumstances in which it you know it, it would make sense. Yeah. Um. And just to clarify, the reason we couldn't go with a modern retelling of the same story from James Cameron's Titanic from 1997 <laughs> is because everyone who survived the Titanic at this point would probably be dead. Um, yes. Almost certainly. So um, so that, that definitely limited. But I'm curious, uh, we have not shared our cast lists with each other at this point. So we are going into this fully fresh and uh hearing each other's suggestions for the first time um so yeah. this should be interesting fantastic 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 uh do you want to go first or should i go first go ahead okay 
So mine is, a, uh, as I said, a straight remake of the 1997 James Cameron film, The Titanic. So it's set in the, the same time and uh, follows basically the same story. And here's the thing about that story. Casting this film is very difficult because you have Rose Dewitt Bacator, who is 17 years old at the time Mm -hmm. that this story starts. And you have two men who are vying for her affection. You have Jack Dawson and you have Cal Hockley. And both of them, in fact, all three characters have to be old enough and mature enough that you kind of buy into the themes of the story about Mm -hmm. love and, and, you know, choosing your own destiny and all that stuff. And you have to, you have to buy into the love that is shared between the Jack and Rose characters, but you have to have an actress as Rose who is old enough to do that young enough to play 17 Mm-hmm. And then you have to have two actors as Jack and Cal that it's not creepy that both of them want to bang a 17-year-old girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is a really delicate balance. Um, and I'm not even sure if it's entirely possible to strike it, honestly. Sure. Um, because Kate Winslet definitely does not come off as 17 in right. the original Titanic. That's just kind of a fact that is mentioned and then never mentioned again. Is so, it mentioned in the movie? Yeah. The um, Okay. Because I couldn't seem uh, to remember how old Rose was. Yeah. Brock Brock Lovett, who is the the explorer um, heading the expedition to the Titanic in the, the present at the time of the film. Um, his... his second in command the the big hairy guy with the glasses says mm. it, when he's skeptical of old rose he says rose dewitt bacator died on the titanic when she was 17 okay so we know how old she was at that moment and yeah so she's she's betrothed to one guy falls in love with a different guy both of whom have to be old enough for that but not so old that it's creepy that they want to marry rose Right. So all of this is really delicate. And so here here's here's my casting for Rose. Um so I I casted a, a young actress named Caitlin Deaver. I think that's how you pronounce okay. her last name. So Caitlin Deaver was uh in she's been in a few things. She uh, has been on uh, Tim Allen's show, uh, Last Man Standing, for okay. a long time. She's one of his kids. Uh, she was recently in the next uh, Netflix film, Unbelievable. Um, she has been in several movies, including The Front Runner with Hugh Jackman, Detroit with uh, John Boyega. She was in several seasons of Justified with Timothy Oliphant. Uh, but I think most famously, she played one of the main characters in Booksmart, which was 
Um, I want to say Oscar nominated. Um, I don't think it won. Mm. Um, it was definitely Golden Globe nominated uh, and was directed by Olivia Wilde, who is a famous actress and married to Jason Sudeikis. Mm. Um, but she's also the front runner to play Ellie in The Last of Us TV show on HBO. Um, but she is she looks very young. She she has a very youthful appearance, but she definitely plays as an older more mature actress and she's not i mean she is young but she's not 17 she's 23 so right i think there's um there's a a good balance in her in her actual age versus what she's capable of playing believably versus what she's uh, or on on both ends of the spectrum i should say both young younger and older and so i think she would be very good at striking the balance necessary for Rose and then pairing her with Jack. Now this might be kind of a controversial choice, but I like an ethnically diverse cast. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. appreciate, um, you know, a a fully, a, a fully snowed out cast, if you will. Um, so, so I, for Jack cast John Boyega, um, who I think as a black man could bring uh, an interesting, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be uh, explicitly mentioned, but I just think if you put a, a black man into that same story at that time, there would definitely be undertones of racism that could be explored along with the oh, yeah. classism that was already present in those films. Um, I just think that adds a layer, and I I, lo- I want John Boyega to be in all the movies because I just love him so much. Yeah, um, yeah and great. I think he and Caitlin would have good chemistry. He's a lot of fun. He I think embodies the kind of uh, youthful exuberance and enthusiasm and the sense of adventure that Jack has that uh, Rose's character finds so appealing. Um, so I think he'd do that really well. And then for Cal. Uh, I was thinking, who is stodgy and uptight and probably a little bit older than John Boyega, but could still play young enough to uh, to woo Caitlin Deaver? And I thought of Ben Wishaw. Um, so he's ben Wishaw. he's my my choice for Cal. Ben Wishaw, who plays Q in the Bond franchise, oh, and okay. And is the voice of Paddington Bear. Um, oh, for okay, yeah. <laughs> um, he's actually thirty nine. He's older than I thought he was. Um, oh wow! But but I think but right th- that's surprising. He looks much younger than that. Right, um, much younger than that. And so I think he he could definitely play that part really well. And I think that he and john boyega would have you know he's taller than john boyega he's a thin white british man and i just i think there's a lot about him that um would in his in his physical stature would kind of lean to him sort of towering over the character of jack and yeah so i just in my head that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. um 
For old like, Rose, I thought of Dame Judi Dench. Uh, I don't know if okay. she can do an American accent, but um, she's great. And she looks like she actually looks a lot like Caitlin Deaver, um, especially in the eyes. And uh, she's older. So, uh, yeah, I think she, I think she would do really good with old Rose. I think she'd bring kind of a, a feistiness to Rose that um, wasn't there as much in the original just because that character was so old she was 101 right um but i i i don't i think judy dench will be a fiery lady for as long as she lives um and and young rose grows to be a a a woman of, of some power and confidence and so i think maintaining that in the performance all the way through to the actress who's playing the older rose makes sense and i think that judy dench could definitely do that mm-hmm. um and then rounding up the past cast we've got uh cal's henchman lovejoy this was really hard for me um i was thinking of older british actors not too old someone who could bring some physicality to the role but not so much physicality it's kind of hard, like, anymore, like, every actor in Hollywood is, like, in great shape. Like, my first thought was maybe, like, Colin right. Farrell, but Colin Farrell's, like, got a six-pack, and, like, right. you know, that's just, you know, Lovejoy's a little bit more schlubby than that. Um, right. So, I thought of Hugh Laurie. Um, okay. Hugh Laurie is 60. He might be a hair old for that part, but, again... So much of, of this cast is more about how they look than how old they actually are. And Hugh, I don't think Hugh Laurie looks 60 years old. Right. So I think Hugh Laurie would do really well for Lovejoy. I think he would have that air of snobbery and, uh, and self-importance. And uh, I think he also, you know, we haven't seen him too often play a straight villain. Um. He's done it once or twice in his career, but but not very often. And so I think that would be a different yeah. side of him to see. That would be fun for people. Yeah, totally. Um, for Fabrizio, uh, Jack's friend, I want to cast Darren Chris, who got his start on Glee um, okay. and then has gone on to star in... Um, the, I think it was the second season of America. Yeah, the second season of uh, American Crime Story, which was the assassination of Gianni Versace. Um, and uh, he's on the new Netflix show Hollywood. Uh, uh, the reason I cast him is because he uh, is, I don't think he actually is Italian, but he speaks fluent Italian. Um, oh, and okay. he definitely has an ethnic kind of look to him. He's got yeah. curly hair and uh, sort of slightly olive skin. And so I think he mm-hmm. can pull off um, Italian pretty well. And I think he would his his fluent Italian would definitely bring an authenticity to that role without going into parody. Right. Um, and then Mr. Andrews, who's the shipbuilder. Um, and designer, I thought Michael Fassbender. Um, okay, let's let's let Fassbender actually be Irish for once, um, right? In in a, and uh, 
and he has, you know, a kind of maturity and authority and a stateliness that I think is mm-hmm. natural to who he is as a person that he doesn't get to do. He often plays kind of scruffy characters. Right. Um, and well, my, my so, cast for my, my guy for Mr. Andrews too is, is the same way. Yeah. So I think um, he could, he could do that and get to do something a little, a little different, um, but still definitely within his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And then finally um, wrapping up my cast for the, the role of Brock Lovett um, would be Oscar Isaac. Um, okay. I really like him and I don't yeah. think that's a difficult or complicated part, but one thing no. I do think is necessary is someone who has large eyes, which I, I know is a weird, <laughs> okay. it's a weird requirement, but you, to, to be an explorer, you have to be able to convey like a sense of wonder and extreme yes. interest and curiosity. And a lot of that is in the eyes and Oscar Isaac has big, deep eyes. um, And I just think he would do that really well. And he's a performer who I think does very, very well with very little. I mean, he does, he does well with a lot too. When he has a lot of lines, he does good, but when he doesn't have a lot of lines and you're just relying on his, on his face to tell the story of his character, he does that really, really well. And so since we don't get to spend a lot of time with that character, I think, I think he would do a, a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that's it. my cast. I like it. That's good. Yeah. Some, some of them I'm not familiar with, but, um, but some, you know, honestly, some of the people that I casted, I'm barely familiar with. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So yeah. So right. to run it down one more time, I've got Rose, Caitlin Deaver, Jack, John Boyega, Cal, Ben Wishaw, Old Rose, Dame Judy Dench, Lovejoy, Hugh Laurie, Fabrizio, Darren Chris, Mr. Andrews, Michael Fassbender, and Brock Lovett, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like it. All right, let's hear what you got, Jeff. Fantastic. Okay, so um so to start with I'll 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 try to do the same order. I have them ordered differently, but I'll try to do the same kind of order to keep the same kind of mindset. So again, I'm, I'm kind of basing this and actually I, I kind of based the idea of going for an earlier plot line. Um, it was influenced by who I cast for Rose. Okay. Um, and so this actress has not been in much at all. Um, I've only seen her in one thing. I think most people have only seen her in one thing. Um, and, um, but I think that she could really play this part well based on that one thing that we've seen her in. And so I casted, uh, for Rose, I casted Aaron Kellyman. Aaron Kellyman okay. played Enfys Nest in the Solo movie, uh, the Star Wars Solo movie. And, okay. um, I, she, she, she looks young. She, um, she almost has kind of a similar uh, kind of feel to her character as Rose, where there are circumstances in her life that um, she has really no control over, but she has she has to 
develop kind of the the strength to overcome them herself and um and so uh you know you you obviously see her do that as emphasis nest um considering she leads a whole gang um in the solo movie and um and again she's young enough and uh, i i thought she did great as in fact i remember when i first saw the movie she popped the helmet off i was like I feel like this should be somebody that I recognize or like some kind of actor or actress who, you know, I'd be like, oh, wow, cool. They're Emphis Nest and I don't recognize them. And so I think it was cool that she was kind of introduced to Hollywood in um, that kind of role. And um, and so I, I really liked her and I think she'd re- do a really good job with Rose. Um. So, uh, so Aaron Kellyman, so as, as Jack, I thought kind of the same thing that you did at first. I thought kind of the same thing as far as, um, a bit of ethnic diversity. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I kind of wanted to, to branch out a little bit and find some lesser known actors because I, I, I'm always, I'm always looking for her people who haven't really found like a breakout role yet. I guess some of these people have found breakout roles, but I'm always looking for people who not everybody is familiar with. And every actor that I kind of came up with as far as an ethnically diverse actor um, was somebody that was like, "Eh, I feel like they're, I, I just wasn't happy with it. So I actually chose a guy who I've really only seen in clips, and I think you're going to be surprised if, if you don't already know um, that I haven't seen this show um, at all. But I've seen little bits and pieces. I've seen, you know, his um, his look and, you know, how it looks like he interacts with other actors and that kind of stuff. But for Jack, I wanted to cast Joe Keery, and he plays... Um, Oh, what's his name? He's in Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. Um, and I'm trying to think of what his name is in Stranger Things. That's the show that I've never seen, um, which people are always surprised that I've never seen it because I like mm-hmm. dark, scary monster things and that kind of stuff. Steve. Steve Harrington is his name in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he has th- that look where he's, uh, you know, he looks mature enough and yet young enough to interact well um, with Rose. He's got a confidence to his his look, um, and um, and uh, I feel like he could he could just really probably do well in that in that character. I feel like from what I've heard people talk about with Steve, from photos and clips that I've seen of Steve and that kind of stuff, I think he could fit into that role really well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think it's interesting that you're you're picking him because I can't think of anybody today who more thoroughly encapsulates the spirit of a young Leonardo DiCaprio than Joe Keery. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's kind of interesting to me that you're you're taking a different approach to the storytelling but but Leo still very much the spirit of Leo it feels really present in in Joe Curie. That's well, just an interesting choice. And honestly, I'm not anticipating 
much of a different story as much as a different timeline and the things yeah. that need to change in the story to facilitate that. Sure. Essentially. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm essentially anticipating the same kind of thing. Somebody discovers, um, or, you know, you know, hits out on an expedition for the Titanic and they discover some element of the story of the Titanic. And so they're looking for, um, you know, that person to kind of mm-hmm. verify these details and, and those things that happened and that kind of stuff, you know, like maybe like post-World War II and that kind of stuff. But yeah, so, um, so Aaron Kellyman is Rose, Joe Keery is Jack. And then for, for Cal, um, I was trying to think of somebody who was young and smarmy enough, um, as a, uh, British actor. I mean, a lot of British actors can do smarmy pretty well. Um, but um, I decided to go with Nicholas Holt. Great choice. Cal. I, I like Nicholas Holt. I like a lot of stuff that he's, that he's done. And I feel like he could do that, um, that smarmy, condescending, um, that kind of classist character. I feel like he could probably do that pretty well. I can't think of a role that I've seen him in where he's where he's done that before but he's such a great actor and very versatile and that kind of stuff that I could I could see him doing it and and really nailing it. Yeah, I think he'd be great. Um so him uh for Cal. So then did you do Old Rose after that? Yes. I think we went to So for Old Rose. So this is where, you know, I kind of nailed down my timeline because I'm trying to think of an older actress who um, who looks similar to Erin Kellyman. Um, you know, I'm not sure what her ethnic background is, um, but she doesn't look. She doesn't. I was look, just googling um, the crap out of that because Erin Kellyman looks. She looks black to me. She is very. She has fair skin, but she has. She, yeah. Well, that, so she, that's what I was thinking. She looks. She looks mixed to to some extent um but i'm not but i'm not sure how but she's she's got freckles she's got fair skin she's got very curly hair um and so you know i I don't know how much this works as far as how that goes but an older actress um who is still quite british um for old rose would be alex kingston She's got the curly hair, mm-hmm. fair skin, you know, a little bit freckly, kind of the the gingery, you know, look. Um, and um, and I like her in in what she does. She's she's always a great actress. She's very confident, um, and um, and just uh, seems to really do well with everything that she does. And so, based on that, I think you know, I would imagine she's. 20 to 30 years older than Aaron Kellyman. And so, you know, I'm kind of, I, I was kind of thinking the story could take place in kind of a post world war two time frame. Yeah. You know, maybe there's mm-hmm. some kind of, um, cleanup happening from the war, something like that, or, you know, some kind of discovery, especially with, you know, German U boats really starting to become, um, kind of popularized and, and used, um, very often um by 
other other places in World War II and that kind of stuff, people are starting underwater expeditions a lot more and that kind of stuff. And so you run into um, remnants of the Titanic or whatever, and and a, kind of a renewed interest is brought in right after that. Um, so casting Aaron Kellyman kind of set the the tone for me changing that um, that time frame a little bit. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't really find an older actress that had the same kind of, uh, look like she was, was black or, you know, some kind of mix, but still had the fair skin and the curly hair. And so that's kind of where I landed with Alan Kings, Alex Kingston, not Alan Kingston. Sorry, Alex. Um, (laughs) I know you listen to this, but, um, she's a big fan. You're, yeah, you're Alex and you're great. I love you. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that's old Rose. So, uh, Lovejoy, um, I wanted somebody, you know, obviously an older British gentleman who's very menacing, like you said, not really physically, um, intimidating, but just kind of intimidating in his character and how menacing and just kind of that look that he can get. Um, I never thought of David Warner that way before Titanic. Um, mainly because mostly what I was familiar with David Warner in was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but he, he, he had a great kind of menace to, to his look and to his character. Mm-hmm. And I think that Rufus Sewell could do that really well. Mm. Um, yes, well, he does he do is. that really well. Yes. So, so he's not like... Bad. Yeah, he's not like physically intimidating, but at the same time, he is quintessential bad guy. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's not like a lead bad guy role because Nicholas right. Holt is it would still be you know kind of the main antagonist. Um, and um, and so I don't know how well that works with Rufus Sewell. I feel like he's usually kind of a main antagonist kind of guy, but um, but he's definitely menacing. He's definitely got that look where when he gives you that stare, you're just like, okay, man, like calm down, (laughs) settle down. I'll leave or whatever, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, so I had Rufus in there. Um, for Fabrizio, I had a really hard time with this because I actually, I'm not familiar with a lot of younger, um, either Italian American actors or actors who look Italian American or actors who look Italian or, you know, whatever. I was trying to think of Italian American actors because I don't really know a lot of Italian actors. Sure. Um, but what I landed on, and I only saw a part of this show because I just I didn't think it was a very good show, so I just stopped watching it. Um, the guy from um, the Netflix show Marco Polo, um, his name is Lorenzo Riquelme, um, and I might be saying his last name wrong, uh, but his first name is Lorenzo and I can say that right. Um, and so, you know, he's, he's a younger guy. He's got a younger look to it. Seems like he could probably gel with, um, Joe Keery pretty well as far as Fabrizio's, uh, relationship with Jack and that kind of stuff. You know, I don't, it might be kind of a different interpretation of the character than the nineties version. Um, just cause he was kind of a silly, goofy, um, horrible Italian ter- stereotype. Um, Mama Vaculo, uh, you spent all of our body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, 
you know, he, he might be a little bit of a different interpretation, hopefully. <laughs> yes, um, hopefully. As as a as a part Italian, I would I would enjoy to you know seeing a different interpretation. But um, but he's kind of who I landed on again. I haven't Marco Polo is really the only thing I've seen him in, and I watched probably twenty five minutes of the show. Mm. Um, and um, so I, I didn't have a lot to go on there. Uh, for Mister Andrews. Um, I decided to go with an Andrew, and um, I thought Andrew Lincoln would be an interesting um, choice. I feel like Andrew Lincoln has kind of an air of sophistication to him that people who are only familiar with him in The Walking Dead, which is really me, I really don't think I've seen him in anything else. Oh, he was in, um, uh, what was that, um, that dramedy? Um, that British dramedy, Love Actually, um, Love Actually, which I actually yeah, haven't seen. I've seen clips from, um, but um, he's but supposed to be romantic, in and his storyline is actually just straight creepy in that movie. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he's he's been a he's been a creep, and he's been um, kind of a rough and tumble Southern um, Georgian sheriff in The Walking Dead. <sighs> but I, but I. I I feel like he has, he himself has an air of sophistication that doesn't um, get to come out very often and, um, and kind of a sensitive side that um, I think would work really well in, in the Mr. Andrews role. Um, and then for Brock, uh, I thought Mark Ruffalo would do pretty good with that. Yeah. Because, um, uh, you know, I like Mark Ruffalo. He's not much of a... Um, He's not, I, I don't, when I think of like a lead standout character or a lead standout actor, I don't really think of Mark Ruffalo. But when I think of a good, just solid, wholesome lead character, I think of Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I kind of see that with, with Brock. I mean, he's mm-hmm. obviously not the most important character in the film, but he is the lead character. You know, it kind of revolves around his um his tackling of the expedition and that kind of stuff and um and so i I think mark ruffalo would be really good in in that kind of role so so yeah so um so aaron kellyman as rose joe keery as Mm -hmm. jack nicholas Mm -hmm. holt as cal um alex kingston as quote i I put in quotes old rose because alex kingston Mm -hmm. isn't that old um rufus sewell for Right, yeah, older Rose. Rufus Sewell for Lovejoy. Um, Lorenzo Riquelme, sorry if I'm butchering that, uh, for Fabrizio, because um, I know he listens. Um, <laughs> Andrew Lincoln for Mr. Andrews, and then Mark Ruffalo for Brock. Yeah, it's a good cast. It's a yeah. good cast. I like both of them. I like, I like both casts. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely very different, and you can kind of see how i i agree when you think about the chemistry and the setting of the the stories and how the the setting in particular i think really changes um how how the casts fit together and what their chemistry should be Mm -hmm. um i think that as a straight adaptation, uh, mine 
works really well. And as a as yeah. a double period piece, I think yours works really well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, good. Fantastic. Fantastic. So let us know, uh, listeners, what uh, what you think. Um, who would make a, a good Jack and Rose? Who do you want to see as our villains? When do you think the movie should be set? Um, should we have people vote on the better cast? Sure. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea. Um, make it a little competition. Yeah. Sure. So, and we'll announce the winner next week. So go ahead and uh, vote whether you think Paul's cast or Jeff's cast was better. Uh, let us know, and uh, and we'll take a look at it next week. Um, speaking of next week, what should we tackle for our next fan cast? Let's see. Next week, um... I'm really excited. It was recently announced that the Russo brothers are doing a live-action adaptation of Disney's Hercules. Oh, interesting. And I think that that could be really fun. Yeah, Hercules, 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 Hercules. I think, honey, you mean Hunkules. <laughs> Hunkules could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hercules could be a lot of fun. So, so what characters? You know, are are we kind of going on based on the Disney? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, so we'll the recast Disney the the Disney version with live action. So obviously, we've the got James, Herc. James Woods as the all too appropriate <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Uh yeah, so we've got we've got Hercules, we've got Meg, we've got uh Zeus and Hades, uh, and we've got uh Phil. Phil, that was his, I was trying to think of. Yep, and I think Hades goons, the pain yep. and panic as the goons. Um, and then I think we should do the muses as a set. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so those those so. Hercules, Meg, Zeus and Hades, Phil, Pain, Panic, and the Muses. Yeah, that's good. All right, cool. We'll go over it next week. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to this new show, Fancastic, from 10 Things with Jeff and Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Fancastic. 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 Fantastic.